A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Let's take a quick break. You know what's one of my favorite things to do post-dancing rehearsal? Not going to lie, it's putting on some sweatpants immediately and having a drink. You all know I love a glass of wine or two, but I also like to switch it up. So lately, Jason and I have been making a little cocktail at night using Rum Haven. Rum Haven believes Mother Nature did things right, so it's crafted using real coconut water and not using artificial preservatives or flavorings. It is so incredibly refreshing. I mentioned I like to add it to a cocktail, but it's also actually great over ice with a splash of club soda. It tastes like I'm on vacation, sitting on an island somewhere far, far away which is without a doubt a great feeling, especially during these crazy times. So make sure to follow at Rumhaven on Instagram because they post all types of these seasonal recipes. They do giveaways and tips. Plus, when you go to discover.rumhaven.com, you can find their latest blogs, quizzes, and any promotions they have going on. On one of their latest blog posts, they actually have some tips about planning your virtual watch party, which is pretty perfect since everyone's favorite reality shows back on Tuesdays. Be sure to have a little virtual drink with me, sip some rum haven, maybe even while you're listening to the pod. Let me know what you think. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Wrestling Sheet Radio. We're back. I'm sorry. I know last week we weren't here, but we're back. I'm back, at least. The rest of the crew, as you can see, is not here. I'm here with my guest co-host this week. Norman Quarrington, how are you doing? I'm good, my man. man. How are you? I am doing good. I like your new bald look going oh, on man. over here. I, I had to give up. <laughs> it was too much effort. Well, yeah, when I saw you at the GCW show, and you said, I was like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. But it's always good when you can pull it off. At least you can pull it off. That's, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Because yeah. that's probably, 
as a guy who always has had long hair, yeah, that's the fear I would imagine. Uh-huh. It's like, what if I can't pull it off though, and then I, I've done it? I was it was a big fear, and since I've done it, you're yeah, you guys were like the tenth people to say. You have a really good shaped head for being bald. <laughs> you got a whole like Zach Gibson vibe going on. Yeah, there you we know, go. Right? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, right. That's his name, right? That's Liverpool's the number one. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I do uh, hate Liverpool Football Club with uh, oops. Uh, a passion. But still. I, I, I forget in the UK that's yeah. like a whole thing. Uh, yeah, one time I went to the UK and I I went to England and I was just cold. And you know I'm not a sports guy. Mm-hmm. And I went into like a store mm-hmm. and was just like, "Do you guys have any scarves?" And they were like, "Yeah, we got tons." Because it was like a touristy area. I just grabbed the colors that I like. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm not a sports guy, so you I just bought a Man United scarf. Or I something. think so, I, I, yes, and I was in like the I think it was like black and red. So where, would that be black and red, or maybe blue and black? Maybe it was where, one of the two. Were you in London? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you, probably, you could have just bought. You probably just bought the wrong. I just know that I that bought area. the wrong one yeah. in that area, and everywhere I went the rest of the trip, people were really mean to me yeah. because of the scarf. Mm-hmm. Not just because like they were like nice to the rest of my party, like, oh, this asshole yeah. and whatever. You gotta be careful, man. You gotta be careful. I, I saw just, someone got. I saw someone getting beat up because of football. Because Soccer. of because of whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I saw someone getting beat up for repping the team that I was wearing a, the scarf of, and I was just like, they must I have don't been care yeah, that man. much. Yeah, like, that's wild. Well, it yeah. was like a bar, and like, yeah, it must. No, there must have been a match day or something. It's something, yeah, and yeah, I was like, I don't care that much, and I yeah. don't want to be dragged into that because I'm not. I'm on vacation. Soccer's fake. <laughs> Uh, well, let's get into the real stuff then. Uh, let's talk about uh, – I want to talk about Matt Hardy. I think, to me, it was the biggest story of the week. Um, it, it, it's been something that was um, telegraphed mm-hmm. for, for for weeks now. Um, but, I mean, for a while now, you know, this whole Exalted One stuff, you know, I was out there saying, like, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were like, no, this is clearly something he's doing to angle for more money in WWE mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. Uh, and and now this week we finally got the first part of the finale was Free the Delete series and and the young bucks show up show at, up, at the yeah. end of it um you know he made a call to them uh last week or whatever so um what do you think about you know finally the fact that like it seems like matt hardy is en route yeah to AEW. AEW. i will say i did think so i yeah i did i thought it was i thought the whole thing was a work right up until the point the young bucks showed up in <laughs> in his thing <laughs> i was like okay maybe now okay yeah okay yeah <laughs> now i now i give in um, yeah, I think it makes sense. I think they'll probably utilize. I mean, look, he before he re-signed with WWE in what 2017, right? Sounds right. Yeah, yeah, I was at that WrestleMania. Okay, so I should remember. <laughs> um, he was probably one of the hottest things in wrestling, mm-hmm. and WWE re-signed him, called it, called him off completely. They tried to tried to recapture some of that magic, but it didn't work. Um, and the split second he he leaves again, he's jumped right back into it and is doing his own thing, and it and he and he's building momentum again. Um, and I trust AEW to utilize that character and that gimmick way better than WWE. Um, and yeah, so I'm kind of excited to see what they what what they do with it. Yeah, I'm also excited. I think that the reason I was more aware this time was because of the whole John Moxley thing, you know, mm-hmm. Dean Ambrose. Yeah. When he left, I was so like, he's not leaving. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not leaving. Um, 
Yeah, that did feel that did seem like a work because they they were so nice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They were like glowing yeah. goodbye, mm-hmm. the uh, goodbye special. It was like, mm, yeah, they're doing this to make sure he comes back. And if you were mm-hmm. like, letting him get his rocks off mm-hmm. on the indies for a while and he didn't come back, like mm-hmm. he's not signing with AEW, and now Bethlehem is the AEW champion. Yeah. So, like, I think that when I saw all this happening, and also I think there's you know in, in this whole discussion, only because it was it it didn't get reported at the time. It didn't get reported till so long later that I think one of the key things to me in all of this was back before Matt signed, sorry, Matt and Jeff uh, signed with WWE a few years ago when they had the whole WrestleMania thing. You know, they had brokered uh, an agreement of sorts between Ring of Honor and Impact, yeah. and there was going to be a deletion match mm-hmm. of some sort with the Hardy Boys versus the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. And they were going to get to do an impact deletion match. And I believe the trade off was going to be Matt and Jeff doing like a match in ROH 2 or something like yeah, that. You know? Well, yeah. Didn't they, if I'm, I could be, I can't remember properly, but I feel like the day before, the night before that WrestleMania. They wrestled in Ring of Honor against yeah, the Young Bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's yes. right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they yeah, did. Yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. They had a ladder match. Yeah, that was it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was after they had already left impact. Okay, okay. Because remember, like, so all that stuff happened where, like, Matt. Had all those issues with impact yeah. and all that. So he he like wanted out of yeah. his deal and all that kind of stuff. And it was like a whole drama that mm. that surrounded it. Before that happened, they had brokered this this agreement of sorts. Yeah. But then it all fell apart when okay. Matt and Jeff wanted to leave Impact. Yeah, then yeah. they re-signed with WWE. But they, 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 yes, they did have they that did tiny have that little match. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, they had that match, and so because of that, I go like, come on, like Matt. Is clearly frustrated mm-hmm. that he was the hottest, one of the hottest things in wrestling at the time, and has severely cooled off to no fault of his own. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, we even sure. saw when they used him in something meaningful, fans loved it yeah. when he had just for these past couple of weeks. Yeah, you yeah, know, with the whole Randy sure. Orton thing. Yeah. So, um, a lot of that was, was was seemed pretty evident to me. But from what I've heard with the free the delete thing, um, it was written in a way to where the ending. Could have been wherever he went, yeah. either AEW uh, or staying with WWE, staying because with. there were elements of Bray Wyatt in the Free the Elite series too. Okay, so the ending he could have been calling Bray Wyatt, yeah, and he yeah. could have, you know, that Bray Wyatt helps him find Broken Matt or whatever, yeah. um, because you you haven't been watching the Free the Elite series, a little right? bit here and there, and I've seen clips and stuff. But so, do you mean do you think that he didn't he he Kept, he kind of kept that open-ended. He didn't know until, like, the very last minute, basically. I think so. Okay. I think so. Yeah. I think that, because WWE was trying to try and make something work. Yeah. They were trying they to make to it keep him. They wanted to keep him. Mm-hmm. Um, you I know. mean, if nothing else, they want to keep him so no one else can have him. I mean, I mean he, he's a very creative guy. Yeah, for he's sure. He's a very and he's creative he's been creatively person. frustrated there, I think, for, like, a long, long time. You know? Absolutely. I Absolutely. Think, yeah. Um, I think Vince has always seen Jeff as the always the main one. So, always. Yeah. That's why I think, you know, when Jeff was on backstage this week, he was kinda like, you know, we haven't talked me and Matt or whatever, but it seemed mm-hmm. like he was kind of excited to get a singles run again because yeah. Matt I mean, Jeff was always in WWE's uh you know, Vince's eyes. Yeah, the biggest star. The bigger star. Yeah. And he could probably in theory get a world title, at least be in the world title picture if he, you know, oh, yeah. plays his cards right. Yeah, he can be in like at elimination some chamber matches and stuff like that. At he's some always, point in yeah, this year, yeah. Stuff like that. Oh, yeah. they got rid of the elimination chamber for the oh, men this year. Oh, they did? I okay. think he was going to be in it. Even though they announced who was going to be in it, I feel like that's why he was coming back. And then it was like, oh, well, never mind. But so there's only Jeff's one back. elimination chamber match? Then? I think there's 
Oh, is, isn't there going to be two? Isn't there one? There are two women's elimination oh, chamber okay. matches, right? Two women's match. Okay, yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Isn't it? A, a, hold on, I got. You can tell we watch the product. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they who has time to watch all this wrestling now? No, no, no. Like AEW. It's it's um. Hold on, hold on. I know there's two chamber matches. Hold on, hold on. There's it's the yeah, I know the one too. with with Oscar and and Shayna mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one is hold on. Hold One's on. like. Uh, Sarah, is Sarah Logan's in that one as well, right? Like isn't Sarah- it the, no, isn't it their tag team one? Oh, isn't it, isn't it the... Uh, hold on, hold on. People right now, no, no, right now only one is listed. Okay. But, but I thought there was a tag team one. Yeah, no, but- no, no, it was. Yeah, SmackDown Tag Team Championship uh, okay. Elimination Match. That's what I, t- uh, elimination Chamber Match. That's what I thought. Yeah, the mm. tag team and then the women. That's what it is. That makes sense. Um, They teased like there was maybe going to be a, a, a second elim- a women's Elimination Chamber mm. match for a second. I think when... Um, during one of the backstage interviews. And they also made it seem like there was maybe going to be a men's one when Seamus talked about it. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, it's the tag team one. That, Making it up as they go along. They, uh, well, play. I think it's because, you know, when WrestleMania is involved, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's always so fluid sometimes, yeah. too, when, like, they they haven't fully, you know, finalized everything or whatever. Um, so I think that probably plays a, a part in it. Uh, back to Matt Hardy. Oh, yeah. I, I think Got that... sidetracked. No, yeah. I think that... Um, I agree with you that... His creativity is going to be a huge asset to AEW. Mm-hmm. It seems like that's where he's going. Um, I do think that he's the exalted one. Okay. I don't. It's almost felt like with AEW, to a certain degree, they're not trying to like give you the thing that you're not expecting. Yeah, for sure. It seems like they want to do fan service. Yeah, like, yeah. no, no, you were expect. That's what you want. Like, that's the fan thing. Like, okay, we'll give it to you. Yeah, exactly. You know, whether it's to their detriment or not. You know, yeah. or, or to their betterment. You know. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that there's a. The, the, it seems to be the mo, you know, yeah. like so. Um, yeah, it I, makes. I, I mean, it makes the it most makes sense. the most sense. Yeah, you know, they've been teasing it. The who most. else is there? I guess Luke Harper was. But uh, it seems to me like Luke Harper and Archer are going to be involved with Jake the Snake. Yeah, that's what. That's what I. That's the vibe I was getting. I was getting. I mean, like he said, client. Mm-hmm. A client could be a tag team, maybe. Like yeah. he, he could get away with that sneaky, you yeah, know. That's true. Yeah. Um, I, I, for some reason. I feel like that's why Archer wasn't on the show. Yeah, I feel like because remember yeah. they teased that Archer was going to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, to me, it feels like that's why he wasn't there. It was like, mm-hmm. well, let's actually go. Let's let's have let's start it with this as opposed to starting with Archer coming out. Like mm-hmm. let's let's have him have a more impactful entrance. Maybe. Either way, I think it's. Uh exciting yeah i liked like it I'm, yeah i'm stoked you like the jake the snake oh snake? i love that yeah yeah definitely and i yeah that was brilliant um it's it's wild because jake the snake has always been a, you know a great promo but the promo i feel like he's most famous for is that one that he did really badly right at the uh you know the one i'm talking about where he's like you want to play uh 20 21 you want to play blackjack oh, yeah yes, i got yes. 22 or yeah. something well, I, can't, yeah. I can't remember it but that's you know that's yeah. the one that goes that went viral and that everyone was talking about uh which is not a good representation of his promo work no um but it was great to see him like looking good and yeah just being very as as articulate as any wrestler can be and yeah just cutting a money promo on tv it was that was I loved it. I almost wondered, and the other reason I thought Archer and Harper was I almost thought that like Harper, Archer, and Jake the Snake are very much like I could see them as a trio, a trio that, that is almost reminiscent of the Wyatt family, but yeah. like different. 
They just all look, they're all just kind of weird and big. Weird and big. Yeah. And Jake the Snake is a good talker, just uh-huh. like Bray Wyatt is. They're, I mean, it's not like Bray Wyatt is in some way influenced by Jake the Snake a little bit. It always yeah. kind of feels that way. They, that. They've yeah, got the, a similar the cadence. Yeah, they yeah. got a similar vibe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I like the Jake the Snake promo a lot. Um, I did like that we finally got our first legend who was like, Tilly, Tilly kind of did it, but Jake was the first one who was like, I don't freaking care who you are. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you're Dusty Rhodes on cool. You know, yeah. like, you're out here crying, you know, like, cool, like, you know, shut up. He called on Anderson a one-trick pony. Which was so good. Yeah. <laughs> Which was so good. I love that. And that closing line was cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That closing line. Mic. I wonder he, if that helped. I, do you think he was meant to catch that mic? Oh, yeah. Just, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, I feel like they had to have kind of, like... Yeah, they're definitely better at making stuff not look forced, I think. Totally. Because like, I was like, whoa. <laughs> well, he got the microphone. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he's a badass. Wait, have we talked? About, have you talked about Cody's tattoo? I was, I, I was actually just. I, I felt like it was the right time to bring yeah, it man, up. We got to address the elephant, man. <laughs> like, I think it might. Uh, you know, before we get into it, I'll for I want to go first. Yeah, go for it. I don't want to tattoo shame anyone. No, because for sure. you know what, tattoos are such a personal thing. Yeah, for sure. Like, they're yeah. such a personal thing uh-huh. that like. They mean something to the the person get for the most part. If you're not eighteen, even when, even when you're eighteen, sometimes mm-hmm. it does. But like for the most part, especially when you're an adult, getting a neck tattoo, mm. usually it means something pretty deep to mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to like <laughs> give him too much shit, yeah. you know. But it, I mean, it doesn't look cool. No, and so yeah, neck tattoos are. Risky, especially if you have such a blank canvas. Yeah, like he that's does. what I was gonna say. If he had more more ink around that area and something, or like if he was covered in tattoos, then then it would probably look way better mm-hmm. because it's just one like patch, like right there. It looks like a hot. It looks like he ironed a hot topic patch onto his neck yeah. or something. Um, but yeah, I'm sure in six weeks, no one will care. Like no one. Will... Well, I I don't know. It just it's it's it's. Looks I, a bit magger as well. I think it? the other part to me is that Cody is like the pretty baby face son of Dusty Rhodes yeah. that like you know American you know, from Atlanta, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. like red, white, and blue. That like that's the vibe I feel like he's going for. You mm-hmm. know, like almost like modern day Sting, the yeah. bleach blonde hair. He's like you know he's just the money, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. The neck tattoo does kind of take away from that to a certain degree. Yeah, and it took away from, I mean, it's all people were talking about, and yeah, it kind of took away from his mat from the it match. A hundred percent took away yeah, from the match. Um, I don't know. Yeah, because they had a good match, but people were one hundred percent talking Just about the, Cody's neck tattoo about, yeah. during the match, after the match, memes related to the match. Hundred percent took the focus away. Like he could have come out with that the week before. The week after, like, mm. also, you're not, do you have any tattoos? Oh, yeah, I've got a few, yeah. Like, you're not supposed to sweat on a tattoo right That's after you get it. That's what I was thinking. It. I was like, how long ago? Yeah, I didn't know how long ago he got it because there was that, he was doing a thing where he was wearing a scarf. Well, it, it would have had before, to have been but it's still after too, Wednesday. Yeah, way too raw. Because he was on yeah, the final dynamite, show, right? right? Yeah. So let's say you got Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, it had to have been you're some not, time in those three days. Sweat. You're not supposed to like touch the fucking thing. I, I know. <laughs> Excuse my French. No, it's okay. It's <laughs> but, okay. Yeah, yeah. He can't, he's like getting it punched and stuff. Like people are rubbing on it. He's getting the mat rubbed on it. The ropes, everything. I, that was the one thing driving me crazy. Yeah. The whole time. I was like, if this means a lot to you, 
You're messing it up. Like, put, you're put messing some up the game. wrap around that neck, yeah, baby, like, and then put, get in the ring. <laughs> that's how I looked at it. When, yeah. I was, when I was watching it, I was like, Neosporin, Dude. saran wrap, but then get in there, man. Come on. <laughs> Re- wrestling the magic yeah. saran wrap around his neck. Yeah. Um, no, but, but I mean, it is what it is. I, I, I just thought for business-wise, you know, the face of the – he's kind of the face of the company at this point. Um, he just needs to get more tattoos now. He needs just to get more to, tattoos yeah. to cover to, to kind of uh, don't go f- maybe don't, don't maybe don't go full Corey Graves, but yeah, the chest <laughs> chest is painful though. Yeah, uh, yes. Like my buddy, I remember had tried to get a full chest tat. He gave and, up, and he did the outline, and then he just quit. like I don't, I haven't seen him in a few years now. But I remember like he, for a few years didn't try, so I don't know if he's finally gone back and gotten mm. done. But he was like, that was the most pain I've ever had in my life. I don't want to experience that again. Cody does have that one on his chest already, right? The, the, the dream, the dream one. one, yeah. So he's got that already, but yeah, that's pretty. I mean, like he could do a whole shoulder thing to fill it out eventually yeah, one day, but that's just a. Commitment, yeah, it's a big, it's a big commitment. Um, I also just MJF related um, the the him flipping off the little kid thing. Uh, that was my one of the funniest things of the week to yeah. me. The fact that it got so much press yesterday. For those of you who didn't see it, there's a video of MJF and he is at the C two E two convention, and you know anyone who was going to take a picture there with MJF who's a wrestling fan mm-hmm. knows you would think if you're waiting in a line to get a picture with this guy mm-hmm. you know something's going yeah you know he's who he yeah. is mm-hmm. so like you know that he's mean to fans. Like, yeah. he, this, it's his thing, you know? So were the kid's parents mad or something? Or? Oh, you didn't see? No, I, I saw the picture, and I like. Oh, I didn't know dude. the kid's parents were, were upset. They were dude. upset. Dude, oh, my God. What? Dude, they, so the dad went on Twitter afterwards, right? And he said, um, That's I, I tried to laugh it off knowing he was just in character, but it really upset my kid. I know that's MJF's gimmick, but my kid's only seven and doesn't understand. Mm. Tom says his son is now being mocked online, which, no, he no, wasn't, he ain't. No. and wants AEW to keep talent in check when meeting kids at events. Um, huh? No. Sorry. Cody responded to Tom, essentially saying he should have known what he was getting into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's other... There Jesus are- Christ, in this poll... Uh, in this poll, it says, whose side are you on? The wrestler or the kids at TMZ? Uh, oh. 58,000 votes. Mm. 60-40 for MJF. But 40% yeah, of people vote for the yeah, kid? Yeah. What? But you can take, if you want to take your kids to meet wrestlers, go see Jungle Boy or Luchasaurus or something. Not also, like MJF. Also, just teach your kid what a character is. Yeah, and also like, just teach him that it's fake. Like, this, this, kid's, he, this guy's an actor. Yeah, this, when you do, have a, do you the Santa Claus talk. Say also MJF, not not a real. He's not really like that. Or you don't do that. He's bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's not hard. Um, like I, like I saw people. I saw other people where it was like, they were like, "This is what happened when, when MJF flipped off my kid." It was at a Beyond Wrestling show, and it was they were on the beach. It seemed like for some reason the show, and this little kid runs up to MJF and he flips him off, and or no, MJF flips off the little kid. Kid flips up MJF off back. Same age kid, and MJF flips and jumps out of the ring, and the kid darts away and goes <laughs> right away. And, and MJF is like all hot at the kid. That's what you're supposed yeah, to do. Exactly, like, yeah. come on. There was another one too where MJF is like taking a picture with a little kid, and he's flipping off the little kid, and the little kid's just like 
all excited to flip him off back, you know, like that's what you like, Fun come and on, like grow up, like yeah. like like I shouldn't say grow to a seven year old, but like like to the parent, to the dad. I'm yeah, saying yeah. grow up, not to the child. Yeah, like come on, you know, mm-hmm. like who? Someone said to me like, oh, like, should they have also like did your dad also ruin? Because my dad, like, I went backstage to a WWE show when I was also around that age, mm-hmm. and that's how I learned that wrestling was like actors mixed with you know with athleticism mm-hmm, and stuff, mm-hmm. and. I said something like that, and someone was like, "What did your dad like? He killed kayfabe for you that young? Like, did he also tell you that like Santa wasn't real when you were young?" I was like, "Yeah, he's yeah. Jewish. <laughs> like he super didn't give a fuck about telling yeah. about Santa." I like very vividly remember being at a Kmart, very vividly at a Kmart, standing in line, and I, it was like December before Christmas, and like. There was like a Santa, like an, on the cover of like a National Enquirer, like you know those old dumb ones, like aliens in Colorado, like one of those kinds of things. Something about Santa, and I was like, "Dad, look, Santa!" And he was like, "Oh, Santa, Santa's not real. Yeah. Like, Santa's not a real person. He's fake." You know? And I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay." <laughs> and then like I told my mom, who's Christian, and was so mad. Oh, at she my was dad. pissed. Oh, so okay. pissed. But I was like, "Yeah, like that shit happens. That's what happens when you're a kid." Like I, I also didn't like haunted houses because my dad took me when I was too young. And my dad made fun of me about it for 20 years. He didn't... It's all, like, fairly inconsequential as well, this kind of stuff. Like, and also, well, wrestling for me as a kid, it got more enjoyable when I... It got more enjoyable when I found out it was fake, you know? Yes! Because then I was like, oh, my God, this... What the heck? Like, now it's a whole new thing. Like... It's still interesting to me all this time later, probably because of that. Like, I probably would have, like, maybe fallen out of it at Mm. some point in time. But, you know, the whole behind-the-scenes world of things... Is super super interesting, you know. Like, it's okay to kill kayfabe for a seven year old if they're sad about getting flipped off by the wrestler. Yeah, I just remembered being eleven years old and being in school and telling people in my class that wrestling was fake, and then and a couple of people were super shocked and were so adamant that it wasn't. And one guy's argument was like, he was like, "Wait, so is boxing fake too? Then, huh?" (laughs) 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 And I remember like, "Oh man." I'm giving up. <laughs> I can totally picture a young 11-year-old Norman being such a smart trying, oh, yeah, to, trying, yeah. to, trying to tell everyone that it's fake. Yeah, I was like, I don't know how to... Uh, you could just watch it yourself. Like, <laughs> I mean, boxers, boxers have like one match a year, maybe. Uh, wrestlers wrestle like every single night. <laughs> That's how you know it's fake. <laughs> uh, so I take it since you didn't see the story, you didn't see the, the comment that MJF gave to TMZ about oh, this. Know. They reached out to him for comment. No, no, go on. His, his statement back just said, fuck them kids. Ah, I love it. <laughs> that was so good. He's great. Yeah, he's so good. Did you see there was a clip from the Jericho Cruise where he's doing a Q&A, credit to Chris Ross. This was Chris uh, Chris Ross's video. He's a Scottish wrestling fan. He he asked them what their – it was Meltzer, Alvarez, and MJF. And his question was, what's your favorite McDonald's order? And Meltzer and, and Alvarez answered, like, you know, fries or Big Mac, just normally or whatever. And MJF goes, what the fuck is McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. So good. That's so good. Um, and also, since we're on the topic of just uh, great heels, uh, we got to talk about Randy Orton and mm. uh, Beth Phoenix this week. I love this so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly, I think my only complaint is that he didn't go further. Like yeah. the fact, like, you know, uh, anyone watching this saw it. So you know, you saw the RKO, and uh, you know, I, I, I bet she wanted to go further. I bet she was like. Do more and people. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. it. Well, there's rumors that she might be wrestling at WrestleMania. Okay. So my guess is, if that's true, they couldn't have her go full force Mm -hmm. because 
She couldn't take a concerto because yeah. then she had to be gone for a long time, and she's still yes. the NXT announcer, mm-hmm. so they can't have her gone that long. Mm-hmm. If he does, like, full punt kick, same. Yeah. And so my guess is, like, oh, RKO's good enough, you yeah. know, and they had everyone else run out and, and, and get in the way. Um, but, but also his promo beforehand. Mm-hmm. That was a masterful promo. He's, like, I've said, I've said this before, I think, but when he gives a shit, He's so brilliant yes. and so enjoyable and so entertaining and yeah and he definitely gives a shit about this. Um, yeah, I'm loving it and I don't I just don't like I just don't think he'd ever be faced as well. It's funny, you know, a lot of the guys who we saw coming up when and we were younger are, yeah. are now those top guys mm. and they all kind of are that in my opinion. Yeah, and, and that's, m- that's true. Actually. Most wrestlers Lesnar, that are veterans, Owen. but like. There's, you know, there's John Cena. Mm-hmm. John Cena can have a dope match oh, if sure. he gives a shit and wants to, yeah, and like yeah. wants to help uh-huh. put someone over. You know, Brock Lesnar. Brock yeah. Lesnar can have a dope match if he wants oh, to sure. make someone look good. Like you could just look at what he did with Drew McIntyre this yeah. week and how he's clearly trying to help Drew McIntyre, you know, ascend to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Randy Orton. You know, Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. I think that we're kind of like all those guys. They they they, they can. They can. They got shit for a long time. They were going, but They can oh, pull I, it out. I've mentioned on this show before that I didn't. Batista, Orton, Cena, like when they all first came in, I I I, I wasn't into them at all. It took a long time for me to like really for them to really click with me, and eventually they all, they all did. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's like it's I, I when when Randy when Randy Orton first came in like I I didn't like him but not necessarily because he was a, a heel it was just like I just don't really like this guy it was more like go away heat instead of like heel heat but now it's just like I just find him yeah and he's so good he's, and he's been on like a roll and like he was he was hit and miss depending on what they put him in for a while but he's just been on a roll yeah. like not even just this feud the past like year he's just been mm. he's been on fire mm-hmm. I, killing it um I I thought that. I liked his explanation for the attack. Mm. It made sense. Like, yeah. crazy per like, in, like, a villainous, crazy person way, like, when you'd see, like, the villain explaining, like, their wh- plan, their right. plan yeah, yeah. to the good guy before <laughs> they lose type, you know, type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm guessing they're going to get some a, a good amount of time at WrestleMania to, to do their thing. Yeah, for sure. I yeah. feel like... So, is it Edge supposed to... Wait, is Edge supposed to be on Raw soon or something? He was... He was announced for Raw in DC, in DC next week, up, right? yeah. so in a few days. Um, but then they pulled the announcement from like the page. Oh, interesting. But I'm guessing he's making. He's, some, uh, he's has some kind of. He's going to show up thing. a few, a little bit, a few times before Mania. Oh sure, yeah, he's right? got to have yeah, at least yeah. one or two before Mania. We're getting close now. So. I mean, that's got so far. I mean, I don't know. It's not properly like on the card yet, is it? I don't not, think. Not. But no. Let's assume that it it is happening. Which it almost definitely is. That is so probably the match I, I'm most I'm personally most excited. Me for. too. Yeah. Um, that leads to my question then, since we're both feeling that way. Do you end the show with this one? Oh uh, well, Edge's oh. first actual match back. Yeah. I mean, let's say let's say they do some kind of like unsanctioned, uh, you know, mm. match. Do you end it with that match? Per, uh, yeah. Well, you never know with WrestleMania these days because they don't always end it. I mean, like. Um, what was it? Was it last year or the year before? I think it was the year before when the the first match was Rollins and Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Like so, sometimes they just wasn't that last I, year. Yeah, was it last year? Okay, I believe yeah. so. The match order just doesn't necessarily 
matter too much. Well, that's it why used I, to. It seems like they try things out. Yeah, I could see it going. I could definitely. I can definitely see it going on last, and I wouldn't. And I wouldn't care. I would like it if it wasn't winning. Because I feel like their whole thing that they've been saying is like, well, let's say there's 14 matches on the show, which I think there might be like yeah. 14 matches. Oh, on for the show. sure. Yeah, that show's like eight hours long. Yeah. <laughs> now there's like now I'm pretty sure that's like there's four like there's gonna be like 14 matches. That that's kind of the the word on the street, something mm-hmm. around that, right? So. Like, I and, and everyone said last year, everyone was tired for Becky's big moment, right? Mm. I feel like the people, this, this, this angle is so hot. If they play their cards right all the way to Mania, and they're going to give them, like, 30 minutes to just go wild. Yeah. Might as well put it on last. I feel like you might as well put it on last, because yeah. this is something that everyone will stay awake for. Everyone wants to see his first I'll tell you this. back for real. Lesnar McIntyre is going to be first. You think? <laughs> I so Brock yeah. get back out of I there on Brock's his jet. Saying, go home again. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I don't care if it's first. I, I like when they did the Rollins Lesnar match up the top, and it and it w- was over in like ten minutes or whatever. I loved that. I thought it was awesome. I, just I thought don't that want was a really be hot just start. like Rollins last year. Oh no, no, no Rollins didn't work, like and they're like, well, we got a meteor looking version of Rollins yeah, yeah. now. That's going to be <laughs> Brock. One He's not just going to kick him in the dick a bunch of times. People like Drew McIntyre more. Um, claim more to the dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh god, they just <laughs> they just do the exact same formula of just, just claim more to yeah. the dick instead of dick kicks and stuff. Yeah. Um, I I would like Drew McIntyre to be later in the show yeah. this time. No. Yeah. I don't. But I feel like they don't end with it. I feel like they don't end the night. I feel like they don't end the night with Drew McIntyre versus Brock. Yeah. I feel like they don't end. The, they could theoretically end the night. With Goldberg versus Roman Reigns, but yeah. do you really end the show with that? No, maybe that's first. <laughs> See, like I'd rather that be first. Yeah, I mean, it was honestly, I'd rather uh, just that. Goldberg attempts to spear him. He ducks it. Superman punches him. Yeah, I mean that should be ever pretty spears him. Yeah. Done. You yeah. know, like shouldn't be long. Yeah. Put that early. Yeah, put definitely. that first. Get out of the way. Um, let, what, let Brock. Let, yeah, I guess McIntyre and Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre and Brock could be late then, and you could do yeah. Brock and Goldberg. Or sorry, Goldberg and, and Roman Reigns early. Uh huh. And then it's not. It wasn't that long ago that we had a WrestleMania main event that wasn't a title match. That was uh, Roman. Wasn't Undertaker, there? Right. That's what I was going to say. Roman. Yeah, yeah. It's the last one I could think of. So right? it wasn't that long ago. So it could. So it, it's not beyond the realms of possibility for them to put a, a match that doesn't have anything. A, That's the only reason I say that. Because I was like, well, I guess you know, yeah. like they did, they had done it. Yeah, it was different, I think, but same. Like, you know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, this this is certainly a much more interesting and uh, engaging feud than the Roman Undertaker one was, and yep. that and that they thought that was worthy of the main event. So, and Undertaker wasn't really present for that one either. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Randy Orton just just, just been doing masterclass work on his own, mm-hmm. just waiting for Edge to return. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I really want to see what they're going there, but that was great. Um, what wasn't great, well, before I get to that, um, since we kind of just talked about it, um, I was so mad at Super Showdown. It's only because I, yeah. I didn't do a show last week, so I'll briefly mention it, and I've tweeted enough about it. But I was so disappointed in just... I was so disappointed. But, I mean, in retrospect, now that I've had time to breathe. Yeah. To, to stew on it. Stew on it. Yeah. See what happened on SmackDown. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, if you need to... I mean, it wasn't a good... It just wasn't a good show. And then... But sometimes they can do stuff in the aftermath that retcons it a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I mean, My it My beef was, it was this... 
to me, you want the biggest title matches possible. We were just sitting here saying, like, well, maybe, like, they won't go on last. Mm-hmm. To me, the title match should be very clearly last, in yeah. my opinion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I get that I sit just now said so I can see it, but that's because I'm looking at what they actually yeah, do. Yeah, for sure, exactly. You're, now, you're, 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 you're analyzing it based on what their, their own criteria. Correct. Instead of what you as a fan would like to see. Would logically want to see, yeah and, yeah. and to me, I go like, well, I always thought the title match should be last, mm-hmm. and it should be the, the strongest title match possible. Yeah. And so when I look at that, I go, The Fiend has been this monster in WWE for almost a year now or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, not full year, but for a while now where he's been this dominant force, Mm. right? Um, And and just murdering people and and selling merch hand over fist. Mm Mm-hmm. But not selling moves. That's <laughs> selling moves. No. But, In but, a good but, way. But, but, but just like he is – he moved past not being able to beat – not being able to win in the big programs yeah. as Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Reinvented himself, mm-hmm. is now a monster again, and is in the position where, at least in my opinion, if you keep the title on him and you have him – you're going to have him go against John Cena anyways. Yeah. Who bigger to go against – this dominant monster who's been the champion this whole time than John Cena. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean that should that's you're right. That I, I that should be the title that should be a title match. If the goal I mean, is I, to make stars. Yeah. So let's say okay. We can both agree John Cena versus Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. Huge mistake if the fiend loses. Oh f- yeah, for sure. Yeah. Huge yeah, mistake, yeah, right? Yeah. You can't. Well, yeah. To some, to someone, I mean, he's already lost to someone who's never there. So don't do that again. <laughs> yeah. And he's already he lost to John Cena at WrestleMania as Bray Wyatt yeah. years ago. Oh yes. Which also started the downfall, in my mm-hmm. opinion, of like, well, he can't beat John Cena. Then it's like, yeah. he can't beat this one. He can't beat this one. And then it's just like snowball affected, mm-hmm. right? But he's fixed himself. So I think universally, it's agreed. Terrible plan if he's going to lose to John Cena. Yeah. So let's say the thought process is he's going to beat John Cena. It's so much bigger of a deal John Cena going for returning and going for number 17 mm-hmm. at WrestleMania against this undefeated monster, monster to a certain degree. Yeah. That's a clear main event. Yeah, like that's yeah. clear and and if you have Bray Wyatt win, scary monster murder clown beats Golden Boy John Cena from Fast and Furious and whatever. You've now got a possible another star on your hands that is going to break through that people are going to remember. Yeah. I mean, and Bray just hasn't had a, I don't remember, recall him having a WrestleMania moment. No! He lost to Undertaker. Uh, he lost to John Cena. Lost to Cena. He lost to Orton, uh, which everyone was really mad about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was there. So people this were really mad about that. So this is going to be his moment. Why not just have him win? And if the plan is to have Roman Reigns take the title from him... Mm. I'm sorry, but like I, From I don't, or, yeah. I don't think that this he's gonna get some monster pop when he pins Goldberg for the title. Yeah, I don't. I think people are gonna be like cool because they're gonna be happy that Goldberg's yeah. not champion anymore. But I don't think he's gonna get some monster pop. No, do they? Do you think they keep booking Roman against people less pop, like people more hated than him to to, to try, try and get, and get him, him more to, over? I or guess. Whatever? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But to me, it's like this would have been. You go, well, everyone. No one's gonna pop if he beats Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. 
So then have Bray Wyatt yeah. win against John Cena at WrestleMania for the title. Yeah. And then whatever at the next pay-per-view, yeah. have him lose to Roman Reigns. Like you want to get the title on Roman Reigns. But a WrestleMania moment is sitting there for Bray Wyatt. For Bray Wyatt and you're like pushing him. And I get it. A win over John Cena is going to be a big yeah, deal, regardless. That's going to be. They're going to. That's. I mean, that's probably how they're rationalizing it. That's that the is how they're rationalizing it. You're beating John He's Cena. He's beating at John WrestleMania. Cena. At WrestleMania. Yeah. Assuming 100%. he does even beat him, which I still am not 100. percent I know. Sure. <laughs> I, well, that is my other fear. Mm. Is that the reason they took the title off of Bray Wyatt? Is this because they're just going to? No, it's because John Cena is going to win mm. at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and they don't want him to get number 17 yet. Yeah, got you. So okay. they had to get the belt yeah. off of Bray Wyatt. Yeah. But then you go, if you're going to have John Cena just come in and beat The Fiend, mm. you might as well have just had him go against Elias, like initially played. Because, yes, it's a big story. It's a big deal. But you're, you should not be sacrificing Bray Wyatt in this situation. I, I was, when, when, when he lost to Goldberg, I, for a few seconds, I was like, are they just going to pull the plug on him? Like, I was, I, 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 I Do was they just, not have any confidence in this character anymore? They do. That's they the thing. Do, they right? do. Because you said he's, they're selling, he's selling he's merch. He's selling merch. So, yeah. Even Eric Bischoff said... On his podcast this week, he was like, when I was at SmackDown, like, we couldn't sell enough. They couldn't print enough Bray Wyatt merch. Mm. Like, it was selling so much. Okay. They're not, there's no way they can't sell enough Goldberg merch. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I feel like there's, it's not worth sacrificing that, that commodity right there. You mm. know? Like, mm. that's, that's money coming in. So yeah. I, that's how I looked at it. It frustrated me. I understand. They see it. I'm guessing from what I've kind of, like, put together, like you said, that's his WrestleMania moment. He gets to beat John Cena, you know, and and Goldberg versus Roman Reigns before would have just been Spear versus Spear. Now you've given some credibility to Goldberg to make the hurdle a little bit bigger for mm-hmm. Roman Reigns when his moment happens at WrestleMania. Yeah. I get it. I just think that that's how I felt when it came to the title situation. Yeah. Um, the the spider thing though, real fast. Oh yeah, spi- I did see this. That spider thing was so silly. Yeah, I. That's another thing where it's like they. Yeah, it, I weeks, like, weeks. Yeah, they weeks probably just, they, 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 had they just didn't then. know what they were like. We'll just we'll just think of it at the time, and then they just I guess they just gave up on. No, it. No, they had to have put some thought in it because it was like a giant robotic spider. Like yeah, they I had to pay so. for yeah, that. Yeah, they yeah. had to see giant designs. They had to look at. No, that went through some channels. Wild Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was Good. so. Yeah, I that, hated that movie. Oh, I think everyone. I think loads of people hated it. Only yeah. the song was cool. Yeah, the song. Yeah, yeah. The song was cool. That was not a good movie. No, it was really no. not a good movie. No, no, it no. comes on TV sometimes, and I'm like, this was, this was really not a good movie. Yeah, isn't uh, isn't Kenneth is Kenneth Branagh in that? movie? Yeah, he's the wheelchair spider guy, right? Yeah. No, is it? Wait, yeah, Kenneth Branagh's the wheelchair spider guy, and then is Kevin Klein in it as well? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's okay. Will Smith's. Uh, That's right. Yeah, yeah, partner yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, Wild Wild West. Maybe I need to rewatch that. Maybe that it's maybe it's due a reassessment. Wait, is that Kenneth Branagh? Wait, hold on. I feel like I, I'm sure it is. Hold on a second, because he looks so different. I feel like without... he's hamming it up in that. Yeah, no, that is him. Mm. God, he looks so different in that. Crazy. Kenneth Branagh, director of Thor. Great. He directed Thor. Yeah, <laughs> the first one. Crazy. Yeah. Um. All right, let's talk a little bit uh, about AEW Revolution. Um. Mm. Did you watch Revolution? Mm-hmm. Good show. Uh, such a good show. Yeah, loved it. I, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I thought that in the wake of Super Showdown, it sent a very different message. Like, I think that Super Showdown it was a good left a bad cleanser. taste. Yeah, yeah, totally yeah. <laughs> it totally a bad taste in everyone's mm-hmm. mouth. It was like, Goldberg beats The Fiend. AJ loses to Undertaker Basically with everything, one chokeslam. All slam. the wrong results happened. Yeah. Yeah. Ricochet gets squashed without oh. putting one move in. And, yeah. and 
I understand Ricochet losing to Brock. Mm-hmm. They could have let him have. Could have let him get some offense in. One, yeah. two mm-hmm. moves. I mean, he, something. He was res- partially responsible for eliminating him from the Royal, from the Royal Rumble, right? Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. Even if you're going to copy the Rollins thing, let him kick him in the dick once. Yeah. Get a flippy move in At on him. At this point, if you're wrestling Brock Lesnar, everyone should be kicking him in the dick, <laughs> right? It's clearly his weak spot. Yeah. Exactly. You know, um, my I, one weakness. <laughs> I, uh, I like you. Could, you could have even had him do. Some kind of flippy thing that where Brock caught him and then F5. Yeah, yeah. You know Ricochet could have done that. Mm-hmm. Would have been at least a cool visual. I bet they could have had a really good match. They could have had a cool he match. He likes have. I think Brock likes working with guys like that. Him and AJ had a great match. It's he, weird how, like, the Kofi and Ricochet thing just quick, done. Yeah. And then some of the other small guys have been cool. I don't know what it is. I think it really just depends on who Brock sees as the main event. It really is. I mean, if you watch, did you watch, have you been watching the Ruthless Aggression documentary? I watched the first episode, but I haven't seen the rest. The Brock one's pretty good, even okay. though he's not in it, which does take away from it because everyone else is in theirs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was like, no. <laughs> what? Don't, no, not doing that. Yeah. Um, Come but, to Saskatchewan and film it, yeah. and then maybe. <laughs> but it, it reminds you of, like, who he is, why, in my opinion, we're still lucky to we're lucky to have him back in WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just uh, who he is, like yeah. what he got hurdled, what, what he got thrust into real mm-hmm. fast, um, where he came from, and it's like why he left. You know, found success wherever he went afterwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like so, I you know I I, uh, I I I I like when when he's around. Um, wait, how did we get on Brock? Oh, because we were talking about um, the palate cleanser of... Yes, sorry. Uh, Let's get back Revolution. to the thing that the, yeah, the palate yeah. cleanser, though. Tangents. That's what yeah. I was like, wait, we were talking about AEW Revolution. Yeah. How did <laughs> and we now get, we're talking about Lesnar. How we get to Lesnar. Anyways, um, Cause Revolution. I, dude, that tag match was one of the best tag matches ever I've seen mm-hmm. in a long time. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've seen the other superlatives of, like, best of all time. Oh, what Meltzer said? I'm not at liberty to say that, yeah. just because I've definitely not seen as many tag matches throughout history as that guy has. I mean, yeah. same as Wade Keller and all those guys. I mean, they've been around for decades or whatever. There's, like, recency bias, I guess. Like, if, if it's the most recent one you've seen and it was cracking, then you're going to, like, I would, I want to rewatch it and stew on it a little mm-hmm. bit more before I make any, but, yeah, I did. Or make any rash decisions. Yeah, yeah, but it was brilliant. And I think the good. reason I liked it so much was because w- while the – the the match itself, like the moves, everything was fun, and ha- the you know the AEW style of um, of just you know they're the like, chaotic they're like match psychology spot. storytelling. But even the no, but just even like the spot fest style, yeah, of just like mm-hmm. not a lot. Of, you know the 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 the, the PWG style, PWG style. Want. Thank yeah. you, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because I am a loyal PWG watcher, mm-hmm. but I also feel that sometimes if you do that too much on TV, it can be overkill. Mm. And that if there's story injected to it, it's like a hundred thousand times better. Mm. You know, that's why my favorite era of PWG was when Kevin Steen and you know the Mount Rushmore stuff mm. and like you know all that was going on. Roddy as a heel, mm. Kyle fighting back against all of them. Um, there was like this story going on where it was like these bad guys in PWG yeah, and then was like a, the top good yeah. guys and it was like they had to have a ladder warfare. It was like all this stuff Plot was going on. and not just like random matchups. Yeah, basically. and even though like, you know, beating up Candice was involved and then she had to have the tag match yeah. with Joey. So it was like story there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, this to me was the first time where one of the signature style of AEW tag matches had all that story in it from the jump. Like, 
from walking out to, to the end bell, even after it went, it progressed the story in so many different ways. Like I loved the fact that they started off as friends, like they are, even though Hangman's drunk and not, he's unsure if he wants to stay friends with them. Yeah. That vibe started from the beginning, and I liked that as the match progressed, each person's role was to drag the most evil, bad version of the other person out because they had to go there in order to beat each other. Mm -hmm. Like, they couldn't just be the friends they are. Yeah. They all had to continually tap into, like, the thing they wouldn't tap into when they're going against their friend, you know, Mm -hmm. from, you know, Kenny telling Hangman, like, not to fight uh, Matt on the outside Mm -hmm. to then later Matt doing things that were intentionally targeting the the things in Kenny that he knows are his weaknesses, yeah, sure. like the shoulder, yeah. you know, and stuff like mm-hmm. that, so that he then he couldn't do the one-winged angel mm-hmm. on him, and then Hangman had to come in like, well, fuck you, I'm better, mm. I'm the best one of the elite, I'll just do the fucking one-winged angel since you can't, but then it didn't work, and I just, this even the, like, handshake to the spitting, I just... There were so many layers in this match that I was just so impressed watching it because sometimes we don't get that many layers. Yeah, I mean, and the stuff that um, naysayers have to say about the Bucks and Kenny Omega and that whole crew, like Mm -hmm. the Elite and everything, Mm -hmm. about the sort of match quality and stuff, Mm -hmm. when they do stuff like this, it really does prove them wrong. I heard, and I haven't listened to it yet, so don't go tagging Jim Cornette. Yeah, don't snitch tag. But do not snitch tag. But I heard, and I haven't listened to it yet. But I heard that he talked negatively on this match, and of that course he did. <laughs> and the Orange Cassidy match, and it really freaking annoyed me. Uh-huh. And I haven't seen it, so I can't be that annoyed. I haven't listened to it yet, but just the the thought of that, and I'm gonna listen to it so I can hear what his full opinion was. Because I don't mm-hmm. want to make assumptions. Mm-hmm. I'll hear what his issues were, but. I was just like, man, that to me feels like someone just, he doesn't like them and he wants to of talk course. shit. Yeah, yeah, and he knows he can make a little bit of money off of it. He because knows it's it's a there now, was like... so much psychology in it. And also, but I also understand that if you don't watch Being the Elite, if you don't watch all the side things, you maybe did not know the full extent to which they were doing things with, but I st- I don't think it mattered. I, I still yeah, think that could, you saw you what could was happening. You watch that match without watching any of that extra content and still know what was going on that was why it was so good i think absolutely yeah. but also if you did watch all that extra stuff then you get more out it's of even shot. better mm-hmm. and i liked that a lot it was yeah, cool definitely. i liked that a lot um and I, I i felt like it just yeah i just it's funny a lot of times in wrestling i feel like lately too often it's the indie and i shouldn't say indie, excuse me it's the dream match scenario Mm -hmm. where it's almost like they started to copy UFC in a way Mm. where it's like, oh, if we just say this person and this person are wrestling, people are excited about it. for sure, definitely. And they're going to look forward to that match. You don't need a story. It's like a boxing thing. No. Have you not noticed that those places all realize that they need to do what you do to hype their fights? Yeah, they add narrative to... Boxing always adds like narrative to these things. Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder is a perfect example of that. You know, Conor McGregor, you know, like the things that sell are the people that are doing pro wrestling. So I was like... 
why are you taking the part from them that is less successful? And 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 that bothers me. It's wrestling appropriation a little bit because totally. Ty- Tyson Fury is ostensibly a pro wrestler now. who boxes, but nobody and like he, and and same with Conor McGregor, they cut promos. Mm-hmm. They that's what they do, and but nobody ever like mentions that they are they they are sort of pulling from the pro wrestling world. Conor gets it more now, yeah. I mean, Tyson Fury does at least acknowledge that he's a wrestling fan and yeah. stuff. So, but yeah, it's yeah. I mean, you you can't put out an entrance like he does and not be a pro wrestling <laughs> fan. No, no. <laughs> um, uh, but just make sure it doesn't weigh forty pounds or you'll be screwed uh, in yeah. the fight. Uh, I also i i liked uh, the Orange Cassidy match. I liked it too. I I thought they did a really good job of just like you know, it was the it was a big question of like, can you maintain? What you've got going with with Orange Cassidy right mm-hmm. now, and he still wrestles sometimes. Yeah, that's I I, I like that they were able to kind of, and I know he's done it on the indies, but yeah. it's a harder thing to do on TV. I think he is Orange Cassidy is the wrestler. I think the current wrestler who is the guy that people are showing wrestling fans are showing their friends who aren't wrestling fans totally. to try to show them how cool wrestling is yes. or how interesting and fun it can be. Because they're like, he wrestles I, with his hands in his pocket? I, yeah, totally. They're like, what? <laughs> it's almost like when Joey Ryan had the dick guy thing going for like, well, he's fucking oh, yeah. his dick. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's, it's now that it's on national TV, it's like pe- you're seeing people from the outside wrestling bubble that are kind of like, hey, I'm kind of liking that. Yeah. Um, there are a few tweets from some blue check mark people yeah. that aren't wrestling fans yeah. saying, who's, the, who's this guy? You know? Totally. Yeah. Um, I, I also, um, it's funny, when I was watching it, I was thinking to myself, you know, this is... The Vestas character, but done way better. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Right? He's just Isn't like dead, he... deadpan and dead. Like, I, I, but that's what I said. Less offensive. Cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like, kind of the same thing. Like, he's like doesn't talk. Yeah, has like a, a whole like different demeanor backstage. Like, people kind of talk to him as if like he, you know, he's kind of like not there. He yeah. doesn't really care. And then, but the then when the bell rings, yeah. he can fight. <laughs> yeah, I kind of thought it was funny. I was like, wow, he's got a modern day Vestas. Like in in the best way possible. Yeah. Honestly, I liked Festus. I liked. Oh him. yeah, I, I liked. I liked. I mean, he's him. still there. I know. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, um, I one thing I did. Or, oh, and I also Moxley winning the title. Um, definitely helped uh, come out of the shadow of their bad uh, match they had in WWE. Chris Jericho and Moxley. Yeah, I definitely. They. Did. I I like that. I like that match a lot. Me too. Yeah. Um, a lot of people said the finish was goofy. I liked the finish. I liked it yeah, too. I was gonna say. I sometimes I like it when a finish when you're not expecting it and it can't because like well I, more of the eye patch thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh that thing. Oh. Because it was that, like why? <laughs> no, I, I, I like saw that a lot of people go like well. Why would you intentionally wrestle with an eye patch the whole match? Like, and what advantage do you gain when you take the yeah. eye patch off suddenly? Um, you get the fans to cheer for you, and it makes you stronger. <laughs> Duh! <laughs> Everyone knows that the cheer level just going up yeah. inside. His. <laughs> it was that Moxley taking off his eye patches, his hulking up basically. <laughs> I was honestly a little sad when he took it off because I've been loving. I the wanted eye him to wrestle so with much. an eye patch forever. He looks like Solid Snake. Yeah, wanted, totally. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. Um, I, I, I was kind of like, oh, someone stabbed in the eye again. Like, just yeah, yeah, the eye patch back. Uh, which, but, but I, I, no, I like the finish. I like that bit. I like that match. I like the result. Uh, like the crazy weird promo afterwards. Yep. Um, 
And Moxley, it was like a John Cena promo, but the opposite. Yeah, you know, because it was yeah. like, "This is our title. This is us." Uh-huh. You know, I was like, "Wait, that's what John Cena used to say." But, yeah, but people are. But about pro wrestling, yeah, so yeah. I like it. You know, <laughs> and then um, he is then on 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 Dynamite on Wednesday when he when we haven't got there yet. That's okay. No, go ahead. But when he came out and that pop he got was just, I, and this is such an obvious comparison to make, but it really did remind me of Attitude Era Austin. He got a huge pop. Yeah. Um, he, people love him. Yeah. And I think it's so That's crazy. why that promo worked so well. Even though it was the old John Cena promo. Yeah. Worked for John Cena. And I don't think a lot of people noticed that it was very... That it was, that, not going to say he copied him. Oh, but no, that, no, that oh, shit's sure. like... That oh, shit, no, you're going to get works. it now, man. No, but Sand I'm saying that's... saying sh- that Moxley's copying John Cena. <laughs> but, but that stuff works, you know? Like, And it was kind of like, this is us. This is our title. Mm-hmm. We did this. And you they know? played his music and he and he swore. And they, yeah. And yeah, then Moxley just... looked at the camera and started in the, you can't yeah, see yeah. anything. No. <laughs> uh... no, but he's great. And he it's so good to see someone like that get booked properly. And it makes you wonder, like... Do you think he ever could, if they had, even if they had booked him properly in WWE, do you think he ever could have got to that point or was it just a different audience, you know? It's a good question. I think that, I don't think he would have been at that level with that kind of character because I don't think Vince sees his champion as that. That's why Punk was never the face of the company even when he was champion. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think he sees that rebellious person as like, the mantelpiece. Yeah. You know? He doesn't like it anymore. He liked it when it was Austin, and now, but now he's like, uh, the workers are grist for the mill. <laughs> <laughs> I think even in the Austin era, like, he just couldn't deny well, that, it. He just yeah, couldn't yeah. deny it. I feel like it was an accident, right? Yeah. He just couldn't deny it. And he was losing, so it was like, and then that, he was like, this is clearly going to be the thing. I think he had to just, you know, attach himself to it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. You know, I think it's a good question. I also thought it was really smart on on Dynamite this week to play into the thing where fans think that Jericho is going to be taking time away. Yeah, because of Fozzy Tour, uh-huh. and to be like, well, if I don't make it out tonight, you know, or if you don't, if you make it out of here tonight, I'll take sixty days off. And everyone's like, oh well, Moxley's going to stand tall at the end of the night. I liked that they flipped it on us, and then it was like, no, mm-hmm. he didn't. He got beat up like you would if five guys were gonna fight you yeah i did think it was a little silly on dynamite though where everybody helped out did you see the part where everybody where, where the elite and the inner circle got into a big brawl yeah yeah yeah. so like inner circles in there one by one the elite starts to come out yeah. to fend them off but then later when the inner yeah, circles beating up moxley yeah, nobody yeah, comes yeah. to help him out maybe yeah i don't know i was like what's that all about Maybe they were tired from the fight before <laughs> they were recuperating. Oh, we already did that once. Yeah. Moxley's on his own. Uh, did you see? The, I, I I thought this was a little silly on Dynamite too. Um, that Pac and the Lucha Bros are in a faction now. I didn't actually see that, but it's it's it was short. It was yeah. after the Orange Cassidy match. Um, or sorry, sorry, sorry. After the Chuck Taylor match, mm. um, Pac went to beat up. Their pack went to beat up uh, uh, Orange, uh, Chuck Taylor. Trent jumped in to stop him. Then uh, Orange Cassidy came in instead and was like, I got this. Mm-hmm. And like stood off, you know, kind of like stood up to him. But then the Lucha Bros snuck in and double super kicked Orange Cassidy and they all got beaten down, right? Um, so did you not see that they, what their name is? Oh, they already have a name? They already have a name. Oh, he got on the mic. Is it like, um, hold on, let me try and guess. Okay. The Geordie, the Geordie Luchadors. <laughs> I like where your head's at, but it's think more what AEW loves. 
Um, man. You're going to have to tell me. I can't do it. It's the death triangle. They love little, like, scary, yeah. dark names like that. In a circle, death, tri- death triangle. They're all going to be shapes, right? All totally. the factions are going to be shapes. Totally. <laughs> I saw so I saw someone mention that. Oh, they said they, that he almost has all the full PS4 uh, oh, yeah. things now. <laughs> um, that's oh, funny. What was the other one? I forgot what it was, but they were they pointed out there was. I was like, oh yeah, they do have all the different shapes in there. They do like the shapes. I just thought I was like, they don't need another faction in AEW right now, they, and especially one that has. A death or a dark or a something like that in it. Like they've got the butcher and the blade. They've yeah. got the dark order. I don't they've think got... Pack needs a, a faction either. I don't either. No. I feel like they're very much not no, compatible. Compatible. Really. He's. I think first of all, I think he's probably the best wrestler on the planet. He's great. Um, but his his character is that he's a he's a bastard. And he doesn't need any anybody. You know. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. It just feels a bit weird. But we'll see. He's like he's he's, do, he's just like hanging out in his bridge shirtless that he's been doing. But then like the Lucha Bros are just like standing there behind him. Yeah, they're the, just, just hanging out. Doesn't yeah. match to me. Doesn't yeah. match. Uh, and lastly, I want to talk about uh, before we get out of here, uh, the Takeover Tampa card taking shape a little bit. Oh wow. Um. Uh. Did you watch NXT? I saw the 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 cage match. Okay. So um. NXT, we got. It seems like we're getting Velveteen Dream versus Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I don't like having two cage matches on one show. I don't like having two of the same gimmick matches on one show. So I felt like the t- the lat- oh, sorry the cage match last night. Um, having two on the same show did kind of take away from there each was other. Two cage matches. It started with Dakota versus Tegan in the cage, and oh. that one was a little silly for my taste. Mm. Uh, a lot of like like the finish was like. Tegan was climbing out, but then Raquel held okay, Cage yeah, yeah, okay, and then okay. pulled Dakota. It was a, it was a little this silly. This is why I don't like it escape escaping from the cage Me too. stipulation. And it's, if you do, you got to climb over the top. And you've got beef with them, so why would you want to escape? Yeah. You want to stay in there and beat them up. And beat up. Yeah. And Tegan was the one climbing out. Tegan is the one who should not be climbing out. That's kind of lame. The heels should be climbing out. Because those two have had a, I've enjoyed their feud a lot, quite, quite a yeah, lot. I, I was a little frustrated by yeah, that match. That and, I, and I liked them too. And I was like, but it doesn't make sense. Why would it? And, and I also was like, why would you make one feel less important by having two cage matches on yeah, the show? Because you know, even you didn't even know what happened, but you they knew the other like, one did. AEW did a cage, one cage match. We're going to do two. two. <laughs> that's, that's how it felt. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, but but I liked this. Well, I liked the match. Mm. Similarly, I thought the finish here was a little goofy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you got Dream climbing up to the top of the cage, and then Undisputed Air comes out, and then he jumps off instead and gets back in the ring. And then th- throws once some of them get in. The, once Adam Cole comes in the ring to fight him, he then throws Roddy out of the the cage to lose. Yeah, to, sounds- to make himself lose just so he can lock himself in with Adam Cole. It was like, yeah, it didn't quite make sense to me. Um, if you're I, gonna, yeah, I mean, if you have two cage matches on the same show, you can't have them both. Uh, have like a silly yeah, climb out nothing's more thing. annoying as well than when someone is like on top of the cage and if the stipulation is to escape from the cage and they're like oh I'm just gonna jump on them just leave <laughs> yeah and that's what this one it was like he the whole point of the cage was to keep Undisputed Era out yeah then they, they yeah. easily were able to just get in mm. what was the point of the cage then mm-hmm. like that's why the cage was there they literally repeated the same spot from the match before I, I was 
it was a good match. I just I felt like the finish was a little weak. Um, but I like the Velveteen Dream versus Adam Cole. I feel like that's yeah, gonna that'd be good. good. That's gonna yeah, be a good feels one. Kind of logical, I suppose. Uh, it seems like we're getting Finn Balor versus Walter for the UK title. Yeah, NXT um, UK. That's where it's at, guys. Are you a, are you a avid watcher? <laughs> no, not an avid watcher. No, no, I don't. I, there's like maybe ten avid watchers. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not an avid watcher. But whenever I do tune in, like I said, there's so much wrestling. Totally. Whenever I do tune in, I like what I see. That's how I feel with it too. I feel bad because yeah. there's so much to keep up with yeah. sometimes, and I'm trying to cover other companies too. Yeah. Um, and but then when I when like a takeover is coming up, and I have to like catch up on a bunch or I'm going to do an interview or mm-hmm. something like that um, and I'm catching up I go like oh, these are really good they even, they're even doing like out of the box thinking that's like not to make them not fully feel like NXT America to kind of like just yeah, kind of like some weird yeah weird, weird backstage thing yeah. or out of the out the weird vignette or something um, they've, they've done a couple interesting things that I've liked A Kid is in it yes A Kid <laughs> is in it and I love that guy and now I saw him I think he started a feud with Brian Kendrick I think interesting I saw something between him and Brian Kendrick that I liked yeah um, I don't know if he's fully in a feud with him I just saw a scene backstage and I, mean, I was like oh really they're probably going to be wrestling to, it would be really good for him to, to work with someone like Kendrick I think I, sure. I would think because so. he's like 19 mm-hmm. right <laughs> um, so Finn Balor versus Walter that'd be cool that should be good I'm guessing Finn Balor wins the NXT UK title mm-hmm. and then either he wins it and they have the rematch at TakeOver Dublin the next month. Oh, yeah. Or, or there's a Devlin versus Finn Balor yeah. in Dublin. That would, yeah, that would be good. <laughs> you would think you might want to do like, you know, that or the, the Imperium causes you know, yeah, Finn like Balor to lose, and, they and then they Dublin. have another one for Finn Balor, mm. and he wins it in Dublin. Mm. But you'd think they're going to spread this out to Dublin somehow. Yeah. So they the, should do. They should. I mean, you can't have Finn Balor not. Yeah, not. You can't. You can't tease that idea and then not have him be part of NXT Takeover Dublin. Um, Broserweights versus Undisputed Era versus Grizzled Young Veterans. It seems they're kind of for the Takeover Tampa card. Yes. Okay. Um, it seems like that's what they're building up. Last night, you know, they had Undisputed Air call out Broserweights, and then um, the Grizzled Young Vets beat them up or whatever. So um, it seems like they're going in that direction. I like that. I like that. I like Grizzled Young Vets. I do like Gibson more as a solo Me too. performer. Um, but they are a good tag team, they too. They are a good tag team. It's, yeah. it's, it, you're right, because he's so good on the mic, yeah, too. Exactly, he's so good. Yeah. He, he doesn't need a tag partner. He yeah. can easily get over. But also... Um, I think it's a good spot for him to be in right now. Me too. Yeah. 100%. We'll see. Um, and then uh, there's the women's ladder match for the – you get to be the number one contender for the women's title. Mm-hmm. Um, Gargano versus Ciampa seems like maybe a loser leaves town match based on them being like, I got to like – Yeah. You know, got to get him out of NXT or whatever. Mm. Problem, maybe not. Maybe it's going to be a different stipulation. I don't know. Um, and then lastly, you'd think there's going to be a Keith Lee title match. Um, for the the North American title, and my guess is Killer Cross because they've oh, started yeah. airing those vignettes now. Mm-hmm. You would think, yeah, that would make sense, That'd right? Be good, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, that would make it would make sense for he needs another big guy to to get out of this monotonous cycle yeah, of the guys yeah. that he's been stuck with. Him. Yeah, for sure. I did like the thing with Kim and Cameron Grimes this week where, where he just. Sh- Oh, he pushed Cameron him out of the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah that so was great. Funny. Yeah, yeah. I was cracking up with that. All right, we got to get out of here. Uh, our time is up. Uh, Norman, 
Thank you so much no for, worries, for joining us. You're welcome. Uh, where can people find you on social media? Oh, find me on Twitter, at Norman Q, please. No, you're not going to plug your Instagram? Well, you can if you want. I'm on Instagram. Uh, I actually just set up a new Instagram, an alternative Instagram, to like sort of blog and curate uh, live clips of British bands, live music okay. and stuff. Okay. So if you w- go and follow that, that's uh, the UK Music Archive. Yeah, I like that. that. It's new. I so, like that. Yeah. Uh, I was bored as fuck, so I just set it up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot better than like one of your secret burner accounts. So. Oh, oh, those are <laughs> those are still around. <laughs> Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on that right and on social media. It's at Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can find everything going on here with the website ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's where you can find all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling. Throughout the week, you can find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. It's where you can find the videos that we do of this show and any other Wrestling Sheet content. Make sure you subscribe while you're there. Like the videos. Leave a comment. I read them all. Uh, I appreciate every single one of them. Every single one of them. So please keep doing that. You can also, if you just want to listen to us while you're driving, you can find us on all the biggest podcast platforms. Just search for Wrestling Sheet Radio. And you can also find me every once in a while on WWE Backstage. It airs on Fox Sports 1 uh, Tuesday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. So make sure you guys check that out. It's hosted by Renee Young, Booker T. Uh, There's always a cool panel there every week. So make sure you guys check check that out as well. Look at me, mumble mouth over here. Okay, that's it. We're done. Officially tapping out for now. Until next time, stay out of the dirt. Keep your eye on the Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.